pulls a large sexual device out of his pants. He tells the girl that he has a very large penis. To the pedophiles, the special road trip edition with my good friend Brett Mazer and new friend, hopefully for a long time, TJ Wary. Say hi to this wonderful degenerate audience of mine. Hello, everybody. I'm TJ. You are a uh, headliner and an American comedian. You've worked with Dave Attell, and you've been crushing it this weekend. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Oh man! A lot of fun. Oh, I'm so grateful we did this. This this has been a roller coaster of emotions and events. Um, fucking the crowds were awesome. Like especially that third show that was it was pretty uh pretty good in terms of numbers. But they all just loved every single act, and it was just like it renewed my my uh, optimism of comedy. Like, I, I was being honest, the, that third show was probably the best that I've had in this uh, three years. They were just, like, eating up everything. My adrenaline was uh, fucking rushing like crazy. And you guys did fucking amazing, too. Brett, we were just talking about it before we went on, fucking uh, did uh, crowd work for nearly every fucking set, most of the set. And uh, <laughs> he was killing it with that. Brett, yes. you have anything to say for yourself? It was, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. It was Sorry, a... I'm not yelling as loud as you are. <laughs> no, that's right. I'm sure they could hear you. Yeah, I had a fun night. It was dope. I look forward to coming back Brett's... in the summer, though. Yes, Brett's about to fall asleep, so yeah, that's why he's so... Yeah, he up a fucking chicken sandwich. You got that bad chicken mess you, you up. Puke. Yo, that... I've yeah. never puked... I've never puked from eating food, ever. It's embarrassing for a fat guy to puke from eating food. Yeah, for real, it it's is. It's like, you guys should be like the guys that just fucking chow down and everything. Like iron gut. No yeah, exactly. What. But no, that, that, actually I was pissed off because it's like fucking wasted chicken. Yeah. But cook that shit properly, Boston pizza. I'm never eating up Boston pizza ever again. Absolutely. Fuck so, TJ, like, uh, you heard, uh, we got into an accident on the way over here. Yeah, yeah, I heard all about it. You, you didn't have to worry about any of that shit. You just flew in here. Yeah, I flew in like a fucking big ball or some shit. Yeah, absolutely. You have had an interesting life, too. You were talking about uh, going to Chernobyl and yep. uh, India. You went all around America. Um so this show, because you don't know anything about it, is mainly about just fucking comedy, drama, bullshit, and conspiracy theories. Okay. Okay. Weird variety bag, I know. But uh, you were bitching about some fucking comics, this asshole in Nevada running shows. And <laughs> like, what kind of drama have you encountered in like American scenes? Have you been a, a shitster and uh, gained some notoriety by pissing people off or what? Like, I've... I, I've... I always try to be nice to everybody and and try to like keep a positive uh, attitude, but I've definitely had some uh, some negative experiences. Yeah. Well, the 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 podcast is the pedophiles, right? Yeah. Well, do you want to hear a story about a pedophile? Oh, that would be lovely. Okay. Yes. All right. I started comedy in Boise, Idaho, and uh, like like right after I started, this guy uh, was taking a class with uh, the same class with me. Mm. And uh, he wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but he was uh, 
a convicted child molester. Holy shit. Like he, like he had a record, right? And he was a convicted... Usually that ends careers, by the way. I, after that happens, you're like, okay, I'm done with public life in general. Exactly, and uh, I wish he had. But yeah. uh, So he decided to do stand-up, and the guy that taught the class said that whatever your flaws are in life, you got to own them and tell, <laughs> and tell jokes about yeah. them on stage. Oh, so there was this open mic uh, at the club in town. There was an open mic... And uh, he was going up just before me. And, yeah. and oh the way the open God. mic worked, it was at the club, and mm-hmm. it was like a club crowd. So, like, the room was full. He got up on stage, and uh, he said, uh, yeah, every time, I, every time I have sex, I end up going to jail because I like my women under 13. I call it scooby doing it. And when they realized he was serious, everybody walked out. Yeah. And, like... And so then I had to go up after that. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So um, like, I, I don't know if you heard, uh, I've got a, a, a joke about my mom's porn stash. Yes. And when I talk about my uncle Dale, mm-hmm. uh, Dale was that guy's middle name. And so that's a fuck you to that pedophile. So every time I tell that joke, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fuck you pedophile for going up on stage. So Yeah, for sure. For sure. Fuck that guy. At least make it funny if you're going to do that. Like That doesn't sound funny at all. I can't imagine it how... Make it, what does that even mean, Scooby doing it? I don't know. doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't know how you would make pedophilia funny. It, yeah, it, I mean, Coming from the... I mean... Yeah. Well, you got to make everything funny. And uh, that guy, uh, he should have probably started somewhere small. Like Boise? Well, or I mean, with not, 13 not I mean, material-wise. He should have yeah. like started something mundane and then maybe try to work himself up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, but that, that guy's a nobody. Have you ever pissed off anyone that's, like, actually run fucking shows? Actually had some uh, a little poll that you're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have burned that bridge, man. That, that was a bad idea. Because that happens to me all the fucking time. Not that I'm aware of, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I know there's people that don't like me, but I don't, I don't recall being like, oh, shit, I just totally burned a bridge. Yeah. I try not to. I try to be conscious. Yeah, that's smart. I've got a lot of social anxiety, so I'm I overthink everything probably. But. Yeah, you're a smart guy, but probably not as smart as your uh, wife, right? She's a nuclear physicist or something, engineer. Yeah, she's a nuclear engineering professor. I'm I'm definitely the dumb one in our relationship. Holy fuck! Uh, but you were bragging about how you beat her on uh, Mensa. Was that oh true? shit! Now I'm saying that publicly. <laughs> I do it. I do. It. That's why I brought it out. I was like, okay. We took a Mensa test, and I, I think she was just distracted. There's no way that I could have beat her at a Mensa test. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man. How do you uh, how do you deal with that? That she's like thinking about all these high concept uh, ideas, and then you're like trying to perfect your uh, dick jokes and. Uh, I don't know, man. Stash. I got some pretty fucking perfect dick jokes. No, uh, yeah, it is true. You do. No, no, um, no. My my wife. If, if you ever met her, uh, one day you'll meet her. I'm sure she's uh, like so down to earth. You'd never guess what yeah. she does. Yeah. For a living. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a beautiful uh, relationship. Yeah, she's Absolutely. great. She's great. Yeah, man. Uh, Brett, you still awake? Mm-hmm. Dude, that fucking car accident that we got into. Oh shit. Was frightening as shit. Yeah. Okay, when that was uh, when that was fucking going down, sliding into a snowbank and then into a ditch, my life flashed before me. I uh, prayed to Jesus Christ, and maybe that's why we didn't flip over. We were like inches away from flipping over. Oh my word! I'm serious. My word. Well, at least you're in the middle of nowhere. 
How does that help? That was the worst part. Yeah, well, I had to, we were standing outside the cold for an hour. I was hoping for coyotes to come and fucking eat us. No bars, no nothing, man. Yeah, dude. And I need bars on my phone, not to drink. It was just like... Or to spit out rhymes. Yeah, it was just fucking chaos, really. I'm, I, I did, I'm, yeah, man, just being in it. I've never been in an accident in my life, so like it's, it, you're inside it, and it's just like fucking everything's going on. And I'm just like sitting there going, oh man, I hope I don't die. That's all I'm thinking about while I'm in there. Yeah. Like being thrown around and shit. I'm like, please don't, let's not die. Yeah, I was thinking about I don't want to get any brain injury. I was just shielding my head. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I've been in other accidents before. And, uh, no, that's my first one. It's kind of traumatizing, but... I looked up where it happened, and it's it's so in the middle of nowhere, I don't even think they have coyotes there. Yeah. You would have just had to freeze to death. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the off-season. There's no fish there. Which one of you would have eaten the other one to stay alive? Uh, that is a tough one. That's a great question. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, I don't mean to interview you on your own podcast. Sorry no, that's that. an excellent question. I, I would imagine Brett, because you wouldn't be able to... Uh, like just handle not eating, even though he has the surplus. On I his, personally on his... think I would actually, I would survive you. You'd probably die. Yeah, that's well. That's a good point. Yeah, I would die, and then you'd be like, I have nothing better to do. I'm yeah, gonna have to eat this I'd, guy. I'd be like wilderness ready. But actually, that said, I can go for longer not eating than you. We have learned that. Yeah, Did... but you didn't even want to walk to the next town. You're like, yo, that's too far, man. What so, do you mean? I was gonna hitchhike. Yeah, see, you need you need man to help you. What do you mean? I have charisma. I'm help. I'm helping myself with my charm. I would love to see how far you could hitchhike. <laughs> I've hitchhiked before. How far? Um, I don't know, like a fucking two kilometers or something like that. You make it pretty far with that ass. Yeah, no, gay, gay dudes or, or, or low-key gay dudes, they fucking pick me up all the time. I would like to see you try to get to Thunder Bay just hitchhiking. That would be hilarious. Well, I don't know if I could do all that, but... Uh, That'd be an interesting challenge. Dimitri looks like he tastes like chicken, so knowing your luck, you'd eat him and then barf him up. Barf, yeah, it'd barf. be all for nothing. He does love his chicken. Dude, chicken's so good. Chicken's the fucking best, man. Not at Boston Pizza. Stay away. Yeah. yeah. Mess you up. <laughs> yeah. Man, Chris is an awesome uh, booker. The the family is great. The family that runs that club. Oh yeah, all of the, them are the great. entire family is amazing. Yeah, uh, Lori and Cass. Yep, they're uh, they're super generous too. They got us uh, food before the show and uh, after the show, and uh, yeah, I, I can't thank them enough for uh, having me and Brett and I guess TJ as well to bring us all together. That was great. I had a great time. Yeah, I know. You guys, you guys are fantastic. You guys both did a great job. Yeah. This was supposed to be my retirement tour, so I don't know what's going to happen now. I'll stick with it. <laughs> that third show, you were talking about how great the third show was. You crushed. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. ridiculous. I was, I was sitting behind the stage listening to it. All four were great, were, but yeah. that third one, I, I exhausted those guys. I, just, I sucked up all their energy, their psychic <laughs> energy, like a vampire. It was like crazy. I've never had something like that before, but... Uh, yeah, no, th those, uh, the people out here are, are fucking awesome comedy audiences. Yeah. For sure. And it's a really fun town, too. Yeah. You wouldn't think Thunder Bay would be fun. Well, murder capital, right? How, yeah. How much more fun can you get than that? Yeah. And coming from a murder capital myself, I'm from right. Detroit. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice to be in another murder capital. 
So how long have you been doing comedy, TJ? Uh, about six years. Six years. So double uh, us then. That's nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, Dave Attell. Okay. You have, uh, you're also buddies uh, with Ed Hill, right? Ed Hill is a good friend of mine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just started touring too, right? Uh, we're not touring yet. He's, he's recording a special mm. um, in March and I'm going to be his opening act. I've okay. introduced him on his last two CDs. I see, I see. Sorry, Ben. Uh, you're starting headlining. Yeah, I started headlining yeah, last yeah, yeah. year, and yeah. I'm uh, I'm on a Canadian tour right now. I'm in Thunder Bay this week. I'm in uh, Winnipeg next week, and then I'm in Calgary mm-hmm. uh, the day after Boxing Day that week. Oh wow! At the uh, Comedy Cave in Calgary. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Fun what? towns. I love Canadian audiences. Yeah. Canadian audiences are great. Toronto is, uh, it's, it's kind of miserable. I forget who said this, uh, but um, they, they noticed, I think it might have been you, Brett, on the way over here. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, though. But uh, Toronto's kind of like a negative, bummer place, really. There's a lot of uh, negativity. The scene in general is like fucking so clicky and, uh, uh, you know, insular that uh, it, it kind of, leaves a bad taste in your mouth about doing comedy but then as you do comedy further away from the gta it just gets better and better and better the further out you get you know that's what i noticed i i just i've only i i did the mic at at yucks in toronto one time oh yeah yucks yeah i guess yucks the clubs are still like fucking still there but when you're doing um the more independent stuff that's when uh it, it starts getting a little annoying yeah I, I haven't had a chance to do anything other than that mic, but hopefully hopefully I, I, I get to at some point. Even yeah. if it is, like, it was an out-of-town comic, you're not going to experience that scene drama or anything like that. Yeah, so. exactly. So, but I'm not worried about it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and there's, there's Brett. I don't know if you can hear him <laughs> snoring. But. Just woke up. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's just his breathing. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So... How long did it uh, take before you actually had any decent credit, like that tell thing? How how long? Did, how far into comedy were you when you started uh, opening for a tell? Uh, I just opened for a tell. Uh, I emceed for him at um, Comedy Castle in Detroit like three weeks ago, so that just happened. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Damn. Um, I think I was. I started emceeing at the club in Boise at about six months. Mm-hmm. I worked with uh, Tim Northern and then Jamie Kennedy and then Emo Phillips. Nice, there. Jamie Kennedy, that's cool. And uh, Dave Landau. Emo Phillips, yeah. Um, Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to obviously realize that a lot of people here, a lot of comics here in um, in Canada, they're all trying to make their way down to America. Yeah. And you, you, you're born there and you got, like, you got the end. So the, you must feel like a little bit like, haha, I... I sort of better than you i got this thing that you're looking forward to oh no Access not at all not at all i want i want to work in canada as much as i can i love the crowds oh really there. yeah that's hilarious yeah. like we're all trying to go down and you're trying to go up yeah yeah uh, it's it's been fun I, you know i'm lucky enough to to have had to have three clubs a headline in canada I, I, yeah know, I so it. how does it because like we were talking <clears throat> about this earlier about uh like when we we're going down to buffalo and we gotta like uh us in canada we gotta lie to the uh border fucking people and say yeah we're not we're not doing 
we're just there to watch a comedy show. You can't say that you're doing comedy because then you, they think you're getting paid and then they're not going to let you in, right? Yeah. What about you? What do you tell them <clears throat> on the way over here? Uh, on the way up, they didn't even ask me. They literally didn't say a word. They just looked at my passport and nodded their head and told me to go. So That's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's such an unfair double standard. But from what I hear, you have you guys have to have a visa to work in the U.S., but we don't have to have a visa to work in Canada. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you even pull something like that off? Damn. Uh, I know. I know from talking to Ed that uh, it costs a couple thousand dollars for the the visa to work in the U.S. Yeah. No, I mean like just to have that set up between the countries because it's kind of like saying, yeah, we're. Uh, we're first-class citizens in this little uh, North American thing we have going on, and you guys, you guys are uh, second-class. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how the American government is, especially with yeah. Trump. Uh, the American it's government. It's, it's also kind of on our end too, because we're 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 not going like, because see, with like Trump, he's he's going like, yeah, uh, China's tariffing uh, our well, not just our goods, but everyone else's goods, right? Why can't we tariff them? So same thing with Canada. Why can't we be like, hey, uh, let's uh, ask them at least if they're working, you know? Yeah. But we're not doing that. We're like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I know you guys ask us, but we don't give a fuck. Come, come in, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the American mentality now is that in any trade deal or anything like that, like NAFTA or you know whatever the new NAFTA is called, mm-hmm. that America has to be winning. Yeah. And, you know, it's dumb, but I don't have any control over that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Absolutely. Oh, man, conspiracy theories, though. What what do you fucking uh, think? We were talking about China earlier, uh, you know, at the club. Uh, What do you think is the future with fucking uh, China taking over, uh, you know, the world manufacturing? The South China Sea, did you hear about that? They're pushing more... Do you hear about China building like islands in the Pacific? Islands out of concrete, claim, yeah. 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 To claim the surrounding area. Yeah, that is some bullshit. Dude. Yeah. See, I, I did I, I watched some uh YouTube comparison of the two like like what if scenarios. Like what if uh China and India teamed up and the, like all these stuff and they yeah. uh, they looked at the public uh information of what uh, each government each military has in terms mm. of number of standing of armies certain equipment carriers this and that and the chinese navy is just like piss poor compared to the american compared to even like the indian and uh and uh russian navy so they're like s- slowly trying to build that up before they make any moves but like um i i feel like they're just biding their time they're just slowly building up they they're taking the uh the long game approach you know yeah, well, I mean, if you look at what their government is talking about, they're talking about, what, like a 50-year plan yeah. for world domination, and yeah. then, you know, they're taking over Africa. I know we were talking about that earlier. Yes. The South China Sea thing. Uh, they're basically just bastards. Yeah. Just all around. Yeah, they're bastards to their own people, to everybody oh, else. The the Muslim people in their country. We were talking about the organ harvesting. Yeah. It's going to become... Um, Again, we were regurgitating the same shit we, we talked about before, but it's going to become e- even worse with this uh, illegal uh, organ harvesting. Obviously, there's uh, black market organ harvesting shit all over the world, right? Yeah. Whereas China has it like uh, a fucking policy. Like, 
you get uh, these uh, these prisoners, these dissidents, and you fucking process them for all their parts, right? And then yeah. as technology expands with the like, CRISPR and all that stuff, we're going to find new unique ways to utilize this biological material. And it's just going to be more and more desirable. Again, supply and demand, right? There's going to be a bigger and bigger demand. And you're not going to get volunteers to give up their fucking shit, right? Even like, oh, people have a hard time with like donor cards, for uh, in case because they, they're like, oh, the, I don't trust that. There's some weird shit of uh, instances of hospitals like purposely going like, ah, yeah, let's shut them down because they're a donor and we could fucking make some uh, money off of this. It's real, and obviously the main reason, probably aside from the conspiracy reason, is they want to, you know, bury their fucking body. They want to have with the fucking tradition. The, the families at least are like, hey, uh, you know, I don't fucking um mutilate you know my relative's body We've got to give them a proper resting uh, place you know morality people mm-hmm. you know sent- s- sentimental bullshit whereas china they're just gonna fucking rip through just as many people as they uh, can to get all the juicy stem cells and bone marrow and all the fucking good shit yeah. that keeps you living longer like dick cheney didn't yeah. he have like 12 heart surgeries to something tw- like that 12 yeah. heart like yeah. Uh, transplants yeah that's nuts how do you even pull that off you have to be a fucking crazy like elitist ruler to even because if anyone else was in that situation like you right or or mm. Brett or even me okay um, after the fifth heart transplant the doctor's gonna be like nah dude we're not doing this anymore this is yeah. way too many resources for your dumb ass did he have 12 different hearts i didn't know about that yeah it was like 11 fucking oh, uh heart uh transplants something like that he probably just ate them he probably got one and then just ate the rest of them <laughs> yeah yeah just you were talking it. about china and i was thinking about it as you were saying that like what happens if somebody in china starts a rumor that eating human penises could give you a boner because you know, like they yeah. they just destroy everything that you know just for boners and things like that. Yeah. They, they're Rhinos, liable. Yeah. They're liable to just start eating human penises for boners. I mean, I don't mean to make a joke of it, but I mean, would you be surprised if you heard that? No. Start harvesting the no. the Uyghur penises for their you know vitality or something. I could see them like drying up the penises and then like breaking them down into paste and then like. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd want to dry a penis before you ate it. I yeah. would imagine you wouldn't want to just eat it like kind of soft, like penis jerky. Yeah, yeah, like like some kind of jerky or something like that, or powdered powdered dick. Yes, powder. That's what I'm thinking. They make most of this shit into powder. You were talking about Ed Hill. Um, mm-hmm. When I worked with him one time uh, in Vancouver, he took me to a Taiwanese restaurant and tried to get me to eat dick. He thought he was going to trick me into eating dick, but um, uh, it was like some kind of uh, like pork dick or fish dick something like that yeah. i don't know i don't know what kind of dick it was but i wasn't he wasn't going to trick me yeah but the, uh they did have a, a dessert that was made out of fish fallopian tubes what the fuck no frog fallopian tubes what the fuck actually it was in toronto my wife talked me into having that yeah oh my god in toronto there's a place with uh, frog fallopian tubes and it was delicious oh yeah yeah how yeah. was it cooked? Was it like garlic, parmesan? What, what no, it was, was a dessert. Of? It was at a there's um, it was it was at uh, like a northern Chinese, northwestern Chinese restaurant in uh, Chad. No, uh, what is it? Markham. Mm-hmm. And it was frog fallopian tubes. I bet if you just Google it, if you really want to try it, 
No, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna try something like that. But it's not bad. And I'm I'm super sounds, picky. It sounds disgusting. Uh, people are weird. They they just want to fucking do fucking shit that no one else has done and uh, push boundaries. Like I mean, look who's talking. I'm being my stupid dirty jokes and shit. But uh, yeah, like I, I uh, well, like you were saying, spreading some rumor about uh, um, you know dicks eating dicks would uh, give you boners in china like that would probably fucking work and there'd probably be a lot of people that join in on that and uh think it's fucking legitimate and morally they would have no problem at all like harvesting dicks from people oh. and eating them oh absolutely like we were, i was talking about some footage that uh i saw um from uh hong kong and from china about them like arresting uh dissidents and like there was one very recently where he's strapped in and kind of looks like drugged out almost and uh they're fucking um uh uh, grilling this guy because he posted something about how the local police are like uh shitty and he was like no i'm so sorry it was supposed to be a joke i was drunk it was in the weekend right and he's like strapped into this fucking chair um another one they made some weird tiktok meme thing but a, a different one we didn't even get into is there was like some um some like uh, drone footage uh, like uh from uh around hong kong or, or china or so i think it was china actually about the Uyghur muslims where they had like um like groups of fucking um prisoners you know, in, in pre- like fucking, it was like looked like Holocaust footage. Okay, yeah. uh, they're all in the same. They're all sitting down, and he's like, again, like SS officer looking motherfuckers walking uh, up and down um, these like groups of fucking Uyghur Muslims, and uh, the people that filmed the the drone footage claimed that it was uh, they were waiting for a, a streetcar to one of the work camps. Jeez. Okay, and th- and there were there was this was all in like a a stadium that was a. Uh, you know, section off for this, I guess. Oh, jeez. I, I assume that was, maybe I'm conflating two things, but that was what the drone footage uh, was, and uh, I'm like, god damn, like, that's so fucking trippy that in this day and age there's fucking masses waiting for his fucking uh, train car to a work camp. That's that's disgusting. And, and, and we were talking about, like, uh, how uh, people are being... Um, fired and and banned and and censored for uh uh supporting hong kong yeah you know what i mean like could could it ever be that uh things change where the 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 chinese people actually start going like hey we don't like not having any rights um we gotta change this system and have like a actual constitution or something right a bill of rights something where the government can't just harvest our organs because we said something shitty okay um would they would would have to know that it's happening first yeah and they have such tight control over their media that they don't know that it's happening so how would you i mean how how would you how do you think you would spread the information how would you let the would you just fly a plane over and drop pamphlets like what yeah i mean that's that's the 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 default thought is what they did during the cold war like that or like radio stations yeah uh like like they used to do in like east germany and things like that but Mm -hmm. um but they would have to know that those radio stations exist and want to listen to them yeah there has to be a desire from the people and i don't think that there really is a desire from the people to try to i know right to, to like go against their own government 
I saw one video uh, filmed in um, a uh, train on uh, not one of these fucking Holocaust trains, a regular transportation thing, and uh, the, there was the the announcement went on. Obviously, the Chinese announcements, and then the English translation, and then the 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 fucking voice said, uh, "If you are uh, if your social credit score is low, then you cannot use this train." And oh, geez, uh, that social credit thing is insane. That is crazy, and it, it was just so trippy and dystopian watching yeah. this video, and everyone just silently quietly listening to this waiting for the train to depart and yeah. it's just normal part of fucking business and life in china yeah that was uh from from what i understand that was just in like one region of china that they were like practicing it but yeah you, you know it'll be throughout the country in no time yeah absolutely it's gonna start yeah. spreading it out in the world it, it's sort of there's like the debate of it is like facebook and social media where uh you know um wrong think is like uh penalized and your uh, ability to you know interact and shit like that is, is limited if you're deemed you know whatever the the guidelines uh say is inappropriate right but that's only like and then like facebook wants to do currency as well it's yeah. all like slowly well they've already got that in china with wechat their their version i don't of know about this the uh chinese version it's it's not really a, a version of facebook but it does everything that Facebook does and then everything that Instagram does. Um, and it, they also use it for like instant messaging and then it has, for payment. It ha oh, like throughout China, like really? my wife, my wife did a conference there. Uh, no, it doesn't the facilitate e-transfer. You're saying it has its own um, social currency like... Uh, it's it, it's it, it more it, it more f uh, facilitates e-transfer, but okay, like okay. people will get paid, yeah. like like they'll work and then they'll get paid in WeChat and then yeah. they'll buy their groceries with WeChat. Yeah. Um. And like everywhere you go, like if you want to take a taxi, you can pay with WeChat. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's so prevalent that WeChat is ex accepted. Like even in some places where currency isn't. Yeah. So it it kind of be, became their currency. Yeah, I just wonder who's making money off of that. I mean, because China is like partially communist and partially capitalist, I wonder if it's, I wonder if the government's making that money. I, I would assume they wouldn't let somebody just make money. It's not you Russia. Said it, you, know? you just you just fucking uh, answered your own question pretty much. Uh, um, that's the thing. They're supposed to be communist, but they have a lot of these capitalist elements. And, and the the thing that the combination really is there. The thing you gotta remember is the Chinese government is the one that says which corporations are allowed and which are are not. Yeah. Okay, so the corporations that the government deems are okay to do business in there are the ones that are playing right into the government's you know rules right. and and regulations. So it's like they create a system where anyone any corporation that is allowed to be there is by by nature by the very nature of of these rules also super pro china okay at least in yeah. china right and the ceos <clears throat> the ceos are part of the party and they have to be oh, and there you are know the, this shit there, yes. there are people that like it's a revolving are, door you know how in america there's a revolving door between military contractors lobbyists and politicians yep. and all yep. in china it's a, it's a very similar revolving door where it's uh, again the 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 uh, the uh, the holy the holy trinity it's uh, the fucking government the party right and then the corporations and the third thing is the uh fucking triad the organized crime and right. it's all the same fucking people in the same yep. families being given these positions 
Right, and and like you, you, you really can't even like be a CEO of a company unless you're part of the party. Exactly. And then also, there's a position within, within like most corporations in China, from what I understand, where it's literally just like you're like uh, a representative from the party who kind of works in the company. Like it's it's just so ingrained. Yeah. In everything. Yeah, absolutely. What's terrifying uh, for me is that. Um, the idea that if Trump wins another four years because he's so enamored with China mm-hmm. and also Russia, the way that they do things, yeah. like that, that, that he's going to push for, the, for that, you know, like the social currency thing that you were talking about before. Right. Like that, that he might see that and, and want to push that through. And uh, just like the way that our government works now, it, it could get done yeah. in no time. I'm, I'm, I'm iffy about Trump. I, I try to stay out of it when you bring it up. But uh, the thing that really disturbs me about uh trump and uh he has like a good like counter counter propaganda to this and his supporters kind of sweep it under the rug but still i'm like a, a little like hey like we should be like really concerned about this because this is what's happening now is the whole uh the pizzagate the epstein stuff right everyone's going like oh the connection with clinton the connection with prince andrew the connection with spielberg on and on and on and, and trump and trump yeah he still has the same fucking uh, same same shit, the same uh, pictures, the uh, together, the same um, moments in, in in history in the past where they got together, partied, this and that. It's all well known, right? Yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, we we were actually rivals, and he was trying to compete with some land thing, and then trying to um, recruit uh, chicks at the Mar-a-Lago or, yeah. or girls at Mar-a-Lago, and so he, yeah. they were, he was pissed at that. And it was like a very good like cover. It was a good, really good whitewash of the situation. But still, the pictures of them like fucking uh, like arms around the shoulder, smiling, having fun. It's just like that's really fucking disturbing, and you should keep a fucking eye on that for sure because uh all the heat that everyone else is getting for their connection to epstein and this weird shadow world that we're sort of trying to unravel and understand is the same exact shit that uh is happening with uh trump yeah absolutely they're all bastards they're all connected i think but yeah uh, i'm I'm glad you brought up epstein you know it's a a a conspiracy show you can't have a conspiracy show about the epstein thing there is absolutely no fucking way that he killed himself yes there's absolutely no fucking way i think here's here's my thought on it uh there's a possibility he might still be alive now i don't know why they would keep him alive he's a loose end better off dead okay however we don't really know the full spectrum of the services that he might have so he the reason why i say this it's a, a gut reason, but it, it stems from this. It's because um, when you look at the media, you see Hillary Clinton going, Trevor Noah going like, oh, of course, they're going to make jokes about it and stuff, right? Um, and and they're, 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 they're continuing this narrative and all inundated with memes online of like Epstein didn't kill himself, Epstein didn't kill himself. They're framing this entire situation as did Epstein kill himself? Did someone kill Epstein, right? Epstein is dead. What if that's like a fucking double fake right there? They want us to talk about uh, who killed Epstein when Epstein is actually still alive. I could see it. I don't see any reason why they would leave him alive. Yeah, no, that's fair. I get it. He's a loose hand. It's, and he, he was like, he was starting to talk a little bit and he, he was trying to get a, uh, he's a little bit more confident for, you know, his position because he was like uh, talking about, um, well, his lawyers, at least, having like CCTV footage in the uh, island and blackmailing material because it's the second time he he went to prison. He probably yep. uh, tried to be a little bit more prepared, right? 
and uh, they were probably worried that he might actually start revealing some of this stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, they probably did end up killing him because of that. But that seems to be like uh, Occam's razor that he's that he's dead. But I mean, would I be surprised if I found out he was being kept alive? No, not at all. Yeah, some like witness protection thing. They smuggle him out and then move him around somewhere, and then he ends up in New Zealand or something. But yeah, I, I still go back to what would what would be the purpose of keeping him alive? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I don't know. I'm I'm just telling you yeah. something that uh, kind of occurred to me, kind of kind of weird thing. But I I don't know. Like I said, uh, we don't really know the full spectrum of these because he wasn't. We only know, we don't know all the data points right. in this web of what the fuck, right? Yeah. So we know some creepy shit aside from the whole like you know child sex trafficking stuff he was involved with like even blackmailing people in uh universities and academia and uh uh scientists chief scientists head head scientists in uh biologists and shit in these medical companies and stuff like that too and he was uh, you heard probably he was trying to live forever and impregnate like uh, 16 kids with like cloned uh, fucking uh, DNA of him, right? I heard that part. I didn't hear about the um, the scientist thing, but yeah, not yeah, surprised he, at all. He, he was befriending a lot of scientists. Uh, I I heard some like accounts from uh, some of these um, academics that that uh, worked with him because uh, uh, he had a lot of money and he was w- willing to invest in all this. So they obviously met with him and talked to him, and uh, all of them. And anyone that looked in the, into his past life, because he actually started as a high school teacher, hmm. okay, and then he did a lot of different jobs, hedge fund thing, got kind of like ousted out of it, like he did some like shady illegal stuff, but he left before he, any of that could uh, uh, be like used against him, right? Hmm. He was kind of like, um, he kind of resigned in, in disgrace from whatever hedge fund thing that he was working on, but uh, I also heard he he won like uh, three um, uh, lotteries, two of them in the same state. Huh. They, were, they were state lotteries. One in, one in specific, one for sure is uh, um, during the the like uh, uh, case and everything. Um, Might have been actually the first case. I don't know, but his um, pilot for you know the fucking Epstein plane that he ran right uh-huh. to and from the island said in his deposition to the judge that uh yeah epstein got most of his money from uh this lottery that he won um uh anonymously i guess sort of uh, the thing the way that it works is that and this is what i found out from research researching this uh shit is that uh when you win a lottery and you want to be anonymous you put it under some like uh fund trust fund type of thing right mm-hmm. under some other name so it was uh, his property in Oklahoma or whatever called Zorro Ranch, mm. and it was like Zorro yeah. R- Ranch Trust Fund, and they they won this lottery, right? And then um, and that's what the pilot said. It was under Zorro Ranch, and then after after a couple of months or whatever, people said actually no, Zorro Ranch was uh, some other family in the same fucking place that uh, when it wasn't Epstein, and they kind of like mm. rushed under. The rug that but like why would the pilot even fucking bring that up if it was if he was mistaken you know and so point is these fucking scientists though uh he was involved in like a lot of weird medical science related stuff so um i wonder if any of that might have to do with why they kept him alive because i i forgot last point about it sorry i'm all over the place now 
um, so all these people that met with him, they all say that he's a smooth, smooth talker, like he, good charisma, all that, but he's stupid. He, huh. he went, he went to college. I think he dropped down. Everyone says that he's actually a pretty dumb guy, but he, his intelligence was uh, from his ability to manipulate people. Hmm. Okay, he was like a crazy ass hustler, hmm. and uh, when he was a, a high school uh, teacher. Um, he probably was fucking pipping out his students to, uh, that's probably how he fucking started in, in all this fucking Could shit. Be. He probably manipulated them into uh, doing that. And then he, he, he had, uh, he, once he started making money, all this fucking bubbles of money, he had a like skyscraper, they don't even call that anymore, but a building in uh, New York City where he kept models and he kept models from like, eastern europe and shit and he would like take away their passport and threaten to like uh uh take their passport if they started acting up right and so this fucking entire building was dedicated to to these models that were like prisoners okay and that was like one of his main like harems that he would just like you know give blackmail people with and shit it was eastern european models and then people are trying to pretend like he and trump didn't really know each other yeah well where was he getting the models well, apparently he got he would uh, my people. Uh, he, would, he, he would buy them from families. Uh, he would he would go there and uh, obviously he would also traffic them. I don't know if you ever seen uh, there was some big mo- uh, movie on human trafficking that uh, oh I'm so bad with names, but it was so fucking sick. It, um, it started with this fucking. Um, young teenage girl in like ukraine or something wanting to be a model right and going to model agency auditioning and they would just kidnap her and then you know the parents wouldn't find them and then that they just disappear right Mm. a lot of that shit's probably going on too yeah probably so yeah absolutely makes sense that epstein would be so central to the discussion given that it's both a conspiracy theory and about a pedophile yeah yeah, well, I mean, that's why I kind of named this. It's a, it's a vulgar name. I'm a dark, dirty guy. There's a lot of reasons, right? You um, really are. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, uh, it's because of this Pizzagate stuff. What do you think about that back in 2016? That didn't help Hillary's chances uh, at all. So uh, No, it didn't. I don't, I don't know what to think of that. It was, uh, the, the, what about the Podesta emails in specific? I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about it. Uh, part of the Wiki WikiLeaks uh, uh, dump. Yeah, I uh, I was I tried to stay as far away from politics in 2016 as I could. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't vote for Hillary or Trump. I voted for Gary Johnson, who mm. most people thought was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember was, that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I had a little libertarian streak there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with the Podesta email, emails, you should. Uh, you know, when you have some free time, look at it. There's like three emails in specific that were pretty disturbing. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll try to be as specific, but I'll, they'll probably, this will probably be paraphrased. I can't even talk right now. I'm fucking tired of shit. But um, so one of them said that, uh, oh, we're having a, a party in uh, D.C. or whatever. And um, Obama's flying over $60,000 worth of hot dogs the party and then people were like saying hey hot dogs is a uh, fbi 
database like keyword that these pedos use online to to stand for uh little boys i guess Ugh. and so that and people and they, they, it kind of makes sense that that's they're fucking disgusting that's that's not what they're they're not actually talking about actual hot dogs because who flies over hot dogs on a plane and why would you say sixty thousand dollars worth of hot dogs it doesn't make any sense but it could mean anything so second piece of thing that was Super well, odd. I mean, I mean, if you were flying over sixty thousand dollars worth of little boys, why would you say hot dogs? Like, couldn't you come up with something a little less, like, directly descriptive? Yeah, or at least not using the fucking FBI database shit that they there already know. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, absolutely, it's kind of kind of weird, but um, these, but the, I kind of also believe it because uh, these people, two things. These super elite, powerful people—they're getting away with it. They're—they're they're fucking kids. They're like, they—they they are um, brazen about it. They're like so, like I am unstoppable. I'm touchable. I could talk about anything I want. And you'll see with some of these other emails that I mentioned. And second of all, almost on a metaphysical level, they know they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. They know that they're—they're they're bad guys, and so they're leaving this stuff, these uh, crumbs out, almost like serial killers, right? That's, the, yeah. that's one going theory with forensics and shit like that, that these guys leave clues or like these, uh, this idea of the Zodiac killer with that they have these uh, riddles in the, uh, with like cut out uh, magazine letters, right? So, yeah. so as they can't trace the cursive, leaving hints and stuff uh, because they kind of want to be caught that they're, they're almost like amazed that they haven't been caught yet, right? What, what I don't understand is why... Uh, having sex with children is such a sort of status symbol for these people. These, it's not even just rich; they're rich and powerful people. Like uh, what? Is, like why do they want to? I want to bookmark the Podesta emails, but you, you bring up a good point. Um, I think, I think there's several layers. I think, I think the world, the universe is way crazier than we even fucking are aware of. Uh, first layer in in that answer is uh, uh, that they. You gotta picture. You gotta put yourself in the, in the, those people's shoes, okay? Prince Andrew, in particular, or, or anyone that's been successful for long enough. You're fucking models and escorts left and right for decades, okay? The sexiest women ever, and you become slowly desensitized and drawn to more degenerate de- degenerate stuff. And it doesn't help that while you're doing that, you have vultures like Epstein circling around and going like who's who's weak who's weak to pussy right and then uh slowly feeding you that darker and darker shit because uh that's what you want he knew what people want and he knew how to uh exploit that okay so you not only are you slowly becoming desensitized to regular sex over fucking decades of fucking sexy ass models now you have this guy that's like hey you want to fuck this 16 year old oh i got this 14 year old oh okay well i just got this 12 year old right and then you slowly descend, descend into the, down that hill. But the second thing that I, hard- I, I just can't grasp the idea of somebody like indoctrinating you into wanting to fuck kids. To me, it's like something you either want to do or don't. Yeah, um, I think there's a. I think there's a. You could be right. I just don't. I don't get it. I think, like I said, there's multiple levels building on top of it. So that's that's one foundation of this whole child fucking elite child fucking thing. I think there's a there's a demonic element, but that I'm not too sure about. But there's a, a another element above that that I have heard some weird shit about, which is, uh, have you heard about adrenochrome? No. Uh, there's some reference of it in pop um, popular 
culture movies like uh, Clockwork Orange. They had uh, the, when they went to that uh, drug bar, they they uh, one of the people ordered uh, Drenchrom, which was like their slang for Adrenochrome, and then uh, another one was a uh, uh, Hunter S. Thompson's um, Fear and Loathing in ba- Las Vegas. He mentions in that them uh, that they're fucking uh, doing uh, adrenochrome, and it, what it is is essentially uh, uh, adrenaline, a form of adrenaline in the in the blood that's uh, almost like slightly degraded, okay, um, like exposed to the air, and so it's not as pure as adrenaline, right? But uh, it it has almost like psychedelic effects. It, it does hype you up and shit, and so they um, like Mel Gibson did some tweet recently like oh all everyone in hollywood are pedos and they're drinking babies uh baby blood okay and so i guess what i'm getting at is these people um and then there's like this weird uh new medical startup uh that uh called ambrosia where they take volunteers well it's not about people give their blood young people young blood and uh you obviously get paid for it and it's given to people that could afford it uh, this processed young blood that's almost like uh, rejuvenates you, right? And there's a lot of a lot of um, anecdotal and scientific evidence of uh, that being true that you could use young blood to rejuvenate old people. Okay, that's that's very true. And so what it, uh, I'm, what it kind of seems like is you know how in um, marijuana, in bud there's like a thousand different CBDs. Right, yeah. there's like all kinds of cannabinoids. This THC, like you're not just smoking THC, you're smoking in a thousand different versions of cannabinoids, and that's what makes every strain sort of different. Is the different percentages and, and levels of different right. cannabinoids and how that affects things. Like if you if you ever taken a, a CBD pill, um, it has some actual like visceral effects on your uh, on your system, even though it's not. THC mm-hmm. it does it does make you hungry it does give you some weird energy some weird uh, uh, clarity right and um, so you got to realize with blood there's adreno uh, there's adreno chrome adrenaline whatever uh, there's like uh, antihistamines painkillers especially if you're in pain um, cortisol stress stuff uh, when you're experiencing fright like yeah. uh, terror right and there's some cultures like uh halal meat and, and the jewish equivalent or like these uh festivals in china where they where they uh like torture dogs and then eat them mm-hmm. right you you hear about that yeah yeah i'm sure you have right and so what all these cultures say is like oh the meat tastes better when uh you terrify the fuck out of the, the animal before you kill them Jeez. right okay so what i'm saying is they view this blood as almost like an elixir filled with like thousands, a thousand kinds of rejuvenating drug shit, and um, they might be processing these fucking kids for their blood because it's not just the adrenaline portion. Because if it was, they just carve out their adrenal glands and just get the pure form. It's like this cocktail, this blood for them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very vampiric when yeah. you think about it that way. Yeah. And we we're just talking about fucking China harvesting organs, you know. Yeah. Any fucking chance they get to uh, do that shit. But yeah, no, I'm glad you know about all this stuff. So, so we're slow, slowly wrapping up here. I want to finish on the Podesta emails. That I want to get your point, your your take, your perspective on it. Because um, 
you're American, right? So it hits you a little bit closer than me on the outside talking about this. So the $60,000 in hot dogs, weird. Second thing is um, in the emails, they said, oh, uh, sending to someone else. By the way, uh, in the, the party we had, you left uh, a hanker uh, chief with a uh, pizza related map on it. Do you want me to mail it to you? And so, mm. when, uh, again, the, the FBI data, database pizza is um, uh, child uh, fucking, you know, some uh, underage like prostitute or whatever, right? Okay. So that's weird. That's a weird thing to say. Maybe not as weird as the $60,000 uh, thing. But the, the last uh, email that I found is is the most damning is um someone emailing podesta saying uh okay uh we're awaiting you at this address we have your uh entertainment we have uh uh susie seven uh kyle uh eight and jenny nine in the jacuzzi for your entertainment something like that what the fuck and it's like what the fuck does that mean you know what i mean and uh, Podesta, the uh, last piece of, about the P- Pizzagate-related stuff is um, fucking, um, he did like a Time Magazine um, uh, Cribs article, you know, when they go through their shit and like going, like, this is how the wealthy live. And every single room uh, in his fucking mansion, there was like a child torture like painting. Like uh, like weird silhouettes, or I'm gonna pull them up real quick. But but yeah, as you're telling me, what do you think about all that shit? Well, I mean, this is the first I'm hearing about any of this. Honestly, I, I never I never followed any of that stuff. It was like very very loose. I just didn't. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I, I don't blame you, dude. Like, better off not to fill your head with such fucking craziness. But it, it's like oh, that is disgusting i don't want to look at that that's fucked up but that's not even all of it there's other ones where it's like just like here there's other ones like this where it's like silhouettes you see this oh yeah i don't want to have anything like a teddy bear right there it's fucking like i am glad this stuff is coming out because i think i think we're coming out of a metaphysical dark age and i think for the longest time this stuff even the blood stuff um, has been probably going on for thousands of years with the Vatican and with the Roman Empire. Huh. Okay, and it's the the reason why I'm so glad it's coming out. I know it's evil and it's un- unpleasant, but like with with uh, AA, the first step to fixing the issue is addressing you have an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the first step to actually fixing this fucking crazy shit that's happening in the world is addressing that it exists. Yeah, I don't. The Podesta stuff, like I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I mean, other than what you've just told me, yeah. uh, I, I completely agree. If it's if it's true and real and all that, just yeah, get yeah. it out in the open, and get rid of it. Yeah. Why can't people just be normal? Is what I don't understand. I know. I think most people, regardless of their religion or uh, their demographic in any way, want peaceful, prosperous lives. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think a lot of people that are in power uh, easily take advantage advantage of that naive, like uh, innocent yeah. mindset. I just, um, and you've probably heard this too. Jeff Bezos um, has like so much more money than like 
anyone that's ever existed. They, yeah. they, I read something like, uh, by the way, I might be wrong in the specifics, but something like if you earned um, like $6,000 um, every day uh, working and you worked since the time of, of Jesus Christ, you'd still not even come close to how much Jeff Bezos uh, has. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? How the how much fucking money does he have? Like trillions of dollars? Like what the fuck? Yeah. In okay. assets, probably right. Well, they 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 say that his net worth is about one hundred and sixty million, hundred and seventy million. Something. I mean, billion. Billion. It's yeah, late. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which just, I mean, my personal belief is nobody needs that much money. But I mean, yeah, yeah, not at all. How do you how do you even deal with that fairly? Because like. It's unfair. It's not right. And like, it's, if you even confiscate this stuff, what are you going to do with like stocks or uh, private planes? It's not going to help anyone, right? Yeah. But, and would it even be a morally right thing to do to just confiscate all this guy's fucking earnings? Like I was talking about uh, with some buddies um, in Toronto. One of the big things is a lot of like Chinese investors are just buying properties and buying residential stuff yeah. a lot of them don't even like ever end up visiting or, or living in these fucking buildings and uh the, there's rising homelessness and, and if somebody asks like what are you supposed to do and i'm like i guess confiscate this property right like yeah. uh, and then redistrib- redistribute that but like that's not yeah. something people want either it's like oh i bought this fairly it's like yeah but you're not using this shit yeah well, it's funny you say that. You were just telling me your folks, uh, uh, your folks uh, think that uh, Ukraine should go back to the Russians, and that's exactly what the, uh, what the Soviets would do—just yeah. confiscate and uh, reallocate the resources. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to bring your folks into it, but no, no, it's fine. Uh, no, I'm glad you did because I did tell you about uh, another thing. They were trying to build a house in Orangeville. Uh, or um, did I tell you about this? I don't think so. It might have been someone else that I had this conversation with. Uh, earlier but uh, yeah they were trying to they bought a piece of land and this is why I kind of don't like the government I don't like the whole socialism thing because I don't like giving them that power because they're just going to abuse it uh, even though like I understand in all these cases that's kind of what you got to do um, is uh, so they were trying to build this uh, house on this lot for a while now and um, don't worry we're, mm-hmm. we're pretty yeah, much done but um, so the the city was like, oh, you got to build it uh, in the front. They were, and they started and like, no, in the back. And then we're like, what the fuck? And they did. They paid for like engineering studies. And they were like, oh, it's in the flood zone, even though like all these houses in all directions around it uh, are built and fine and no problem. And then they did studies and these engineers, uh, engineers come back and they're like, hey, um, uh, your property is uh, like not in as much of a flood zone as the suburbs down the fucking street that are at this level of a flood zone. So, like, we don't understand why the city's giving you problems. So they kept, like, um, just spending more and more of their money on legal fees, on engineering fees, on and on and on, until 10 years later, pretty much now, they, they're broke and they can't pay anymore. And so they, they lost all their appeal processes, and now they, have, they owe the government, like, a million dollars. And so they forfeited the fucking uh, property, and now they're bankrupt. And uh, you know, they I 
kind of hold a grudge against fucking this bureaucratic fucking bullshit you know yeah it makes perfect sense i would too yeah yeah what are you gonna do man i i let's let's end with some positivity what (laughs) what is the future what is the positive future all this like corruption and evilness okay how do we get past it in in your opinion what what do you think we should fucking do aside from not have trump for four years yeah no um like i'm i'm boiling down what you're asking to what what my sort of hope or like positive outlook on on things would be and and for me it's that um younger people you know like the the youngest generation the ones that are like just you know 18 to 25 or whatever Mm -hmm. um grew up in a different uh world than i did Mm -hmm. you know and um like the like the basic like expectations basic beliefs like like even uh like in the u.s like young republicans Mm -hmm. didn't grow up like like racist and you know like anti you know homophobic and and like uh you know anti-gay marriage and all that stuff so i guess my hope is that there are certain things uh that older generations are okay with that the younger generations just won't tolerate yeah and you know it's it's like incremental positive change like they're saying Mm -hmm. like like young republicans like real young republicans like are all like uh they believe in climate change and things like that Mm -hmm. so i guess my hope is that um the bastards will age out and die and the the younger people Mm -hmm. regardless of their political beliefs have some basic beliefs that we can like hold on to yeah but but I mean that's just hope. I don't. I don't what know. what do you think is the force driving that? That it are making like every progressive generation more enlightened, more conscious, more, you know, aware of um, the stuff and and wanting to to change it and and fix it. And maybe globalism. Maybe like globalism. being uh, diversity, being exposed to to uh, you know different cultures, different people, different beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, people, uh, you know, like, uh, gay people are more open now than they were when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think that's a good thing. So people like grow up with gay people and and it's not just like, oh, I hear he's gay and I don't know any gay people. Mm -hmm. You you know, you grow up like, oh, you know, oh, this guy's gay. Like, oh, this guy's Indian. This guy, you know, like you, you grow up around that and it's not something that scares you because it's familiar. So maybe it's like openness and familiarity. Yeah, it's less so that uh, like regional and more of a, like you said, a global um, uh, perspective at that point. Then you're aware like, okay, this, my friend is from this place. And then now your um, sphere of understanding is extended to that place as well, right? It's not just yeah. your local town with everyone else that's been born in your local town now it's like oh i have this weird connection to india now you know what i mean i i I forget some philosopher said that um that uh human consciousness expands proportionally with the uh um, sphere in which it's allowed to operate in yeah okay so whether that's um uh, a country continent or the globe or even space, the further out we go and, and expand, um, the more conscious we'll, we'll get, right? Yeah, makes sense. 
All right. This was a beautiful talk, TJ. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really glad because usually uh, these episodes devolve into just bitching about how crazy the fucking world is. I'm glad we, <laughs> we could end on a positive note like that. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, a pleasure working with you. Yeah, pleasure working with you and with Brett that's snoring right now. Hopefully yeah. you guys could hear him. Yeah, Brett was fantastic this week too. You guys are both hilarious. It was yeah. a, a lot of fun. Yeah, everyone was hilarious. Even the two featuring acts on, uh, yeah, yeah. on either, either day, they were fucking great as well. Yeah, it was uh, Trevor and uh, Mark. I think so, yeah. 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 Okay. And, Chris, and Chris is hilarious too. Oh, like Chris. oh man, of course. I'm, I'm on and off stage, on and off on stage and for off stage. sure. Chris but yeah, even yeah. even on stage, like I was, uh, I was surprised. I've never, I didn't know what to expect. But he was like super dark and like right up uh, my alley. Some jokes, I was the only one laughing because it's just, <laughs> it helped me too. Like right, right where yeah. uh, uh, I love the fucking humor. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. No, thank thank you, you for uh, giving me an hour of your wonderful yeah. life, and thank you. <laughs> It's My a lot listeners. Of fun. Thank you.